program is Kingdom Key Spirit, Soul, and Body Series. So how are you doing? How is your spirit? How is your soul? How is your body? We are continuing our topic. The topic is the mystery of the leading of the spirit, part two. 
I just want to encourage you to join with us today. And please call and use this number, one six four six 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 eight two four one three. Hallelujah. Today is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. 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 And we have a, a book we are giving out to the... I will be giving out a free book to first 10 listeners who we call in during this time. We are always here as God leads us every Wednesday at 7 to 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So the book is Mastery. The, uh, the book is called The Master's Touch, Experiencing Impact in Christian Leadership. An e-book, so you call in, call in for people who are way off. You can call, use this number zero zero one six four six 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 eight two four one three. Again, zero zero one six four six 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 eight two four one three, or join us online. Hallelujah. So. We will continue with our program as the Lord leads us, and we believe that you are praying, and also we are praying. Pray with us, pray for us as we join in to the finishing goal the Lord has set for us. Join with us right now, and let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you today. We bless you. We worship you. There's none like you. We thank you for the brand new day you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, O oh God, for you are there and we are here. And you are in us. Your word says you will never leave us nor forsake us. You will be with us to the end of the age. And we thank you for the hands you have for us and the hold you have in us through your Holy Spirit. Quicken our steps, teach us. Mold us in the way you want us to be. Let us live the life that the Spirit wants us to live in the name of Jesus. Leading you, leading, leading us in every area of our lives, we might do what is that good, acceptable, and perfect in our sight in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. All the time and all the time, the Lord is good. Amen. We are so excited to be with you today. I hope you have a testimony, and I hope you have things that the Lord has done for you for the past year, and he will continue to do. You see, he will continue to do. So we rejoice in every part of our life, whether good, whether bad. So we rejoice in all. Because God is in charge, is in control. Amen. So, like I said, we will continue with part two of the mystery of the leading of the Spirit. And I hope you are enjoying it. Okay? Let's go for our proof test, which is um, Romans chapter 8. Okay? Romans chapter 8, verse 14. I like to read. Let me read 
from a different translation. So let me read from, um, let's say from 12. So my brothers and sisters, we must not be ruled by our sinful selves. By our sinful selves, yeah. Or live the way our sinful selves want. want. Okay, verse 13 says, if you use your lives to do the wrong things, your sinful selves want, you will die spiritually. And that is so true. If you use the spirit's head to stop doing the wrong things you do with your body, you will have true life. That is also true, but also, that is if we use the spirit help, you see, to stop doing the wrong things we do with our body, we will have a true life. That is, we will live. That is living a true life. Because the spirit has enabled us to stop doing the wrong things we do with our body. Now, verse 14. For all those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. You see, other translation says sons of God. But this is saying the children of God. You see, the Spirit you receive, that is verse 15 says, the Spirit you receive does not make you slaves again to fear. You see, the Spirit we receive does not make us slaves again to begin to have fear. You see? Because if we if we are afraid, it means we receive we are not because you are either a, a son or a slave. You are either a son or a slave. Everything is using here. So you say oh we did not receive the spirit of slavery leading to fear. Because those who are in slavery, all they have, all they always have in their mind is fear. But the moment we are children of God, we are supposed to be fearless. Because our father is is Abba Father. He's in charge. He's in control. Now, look at, let's continue. Instead, we you receive the spirit who adopt you as God's children. That is, we receive his spirit of the one who adopt us. And now, that is who now accepts us as God's children when we are born again, right? We become accepted as, as, as among his family of children into his kingdom, into his uh, uh, familyhood, in, into into uh, a, a, a family of his children. Okay? So that spirit would cry, Abba, Father. And that word means, uh, in Arabic, that is for Father. Father. Okay? Verse uh, 16 and on and on. Okay? That is so, um, so beautiful, okay? So beautiful. Sometimes you get a different translation, a very good translation. This translation I use here is um, expanded Bible. So it's, uh, you can always...
reference translation and see if you understand the Bible, it will help you. Okay? So it's very good to get one or two or three more translations. Okay? And begin to understand what the Bible is saying. So you see here that uh, we need to see how we need to walk, uh, need to be led by the Spirit. And being led by the Spirit, when we say being led by the Spirit, it means, just a second, that is, we, 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 we talk about walking according to what? The Spirit. That is, we walk according to what? The Spirit. Okay? And, and that too, what does that mean? Walking according to the Spirit or walk in the Spirit. Again, let me, let me go back again. I just said being led by the Spirit is the same as saying walking according to the Spirit. About it, maybe two or three uh, weeks ago. Okay. Now, is walking according. To, that is, we we walk, we participate, we obey. Okay. Now, walk in the Spirit means what? To obey the prompting of the Spirit. Okay, the prompting of what? The spirit. And what is the prompting of the spirit? That is the the spirit suggestion. Okay, uh, the intimation, for example, uh, the prompting, right? The encouragement, the uh, warning, the motivation, the the. Uh, uh, I talked about. Um, the urging, see, spirit will urge you, will urge us, uh, will motivate us, will encourage us, right? So, and so on and so forth. Or we motivate us uh, to do certain things, okay? And we, we obey, talk about obedience the other time. And I give a, 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 an example with the Lord Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ himself was obedient to the Father. He was sent here, right, to the world to fulfill a, a clear purpose, and that is to come and redeem our sins and die in that process and uh, save us, uh, reconcile us to, to himself, and then uh, we are free. We are now become sons and daughters. So he fulfilled that. So he was obedient, and he was led by the Spirit. You see, he could not do anything of himself. Of, of himself, what the Father told him, and that is exactly what he did. You see, so in the same way, we have to be obedient, to be led, to walk according to what? The Spirit. And when we are talking about walking according to the Spirit, for example, you you want to uh, pray, right? We want to pray. 
and you know praying is so important to us we are children of of God and we want to pray we want to uh, communicate right we want to dialogue right uh, not you want to hear from him so we go into prayer right we 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 communicate with him not just once but continuously in in heart we we pray scripture say pray always pray continuously so it does not end it, 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 the heart it becomes a, a place of altar so uh, at the altar we always pray we always sing sing hymns uh sing praise worship uh communicate with him with every thought every mind what what do you suggest in this situation what do you want me to do in this situation where do you, where do you want me to go what is your decision in this situation so it's always praying always asking the prompting of the holy spirit walking in accordance with the spirit of god okay so any action step move any moment must be the spirit's suggestion you see so we cannot do it by ourselves we cannot we, we we when we sit we ask the spirit of god is is it you you are you asking me to sit uh if you move is spirit of god are you asking me to move uh you go uh you want to utter a, 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 a statement you are asking god is this what you want me to say you want to see is this what you want me to see because we see what we are not supposed to see Sometimes what we're supposed to see is not what we are supposed to see. That is why the eyes of our understanding, of, of our, the eyes of our faith must be open so, so that we might know what we need to see. We might have the understanding, the wisdom that he wants us to go here, he wants us to talk in this manner, he wants us to look in this certain way, he wants us to not go there. The Spirit of God will not lead us into what temptation, but deliver us from what evil. Right? So we pray to God with the corresponding power. We, children of God, cannot pray to Him. So we must have His own corresponding power, the ocean of the Spirit. Then we can pray to Him then we can always intercede for others as well, even as we pray. Not that we cannot pray, but to, to pray to God without corresponding power is not possible. So there must be suggestion to us by the Spirit. You see, you know, the Spirit will tell you uh, certain things in our heart. We begin to pray. We begin to uh, 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 um, communicate with each other. We will be communicating, right? So the Spirit intercedes for us, you see. Why? Because we don't know how to pray. But we can then receive suggestions from the Spirit that do this, pray. The Spirit will tell us to pray. We pray according to His will, you see. We need to understand that it is always will because most of the time, we pray not according to his way 
And when we pray things that is not according to his will, and if it is not answered, then we say, oh, he does not hear, or he's not listening, or the Lord has failed me. Well, but we have not prayed according to his will. And the scriptures say we must pray according to his will. And if we pray according to his will, he hears us, and whatever we utter, he will know that if we hear us, then we will receive that which we have asked him of. Okay? So when we pray according to his will, we receive. So we cannot pray against the will of God. We must pray with the will of God, according to the will of God. We are the one who always say, let the will of God be done. So we always want something, but we forget that in every step, in every action, in every moment, the intimation comes first. See? So when we pray, we wait for God according to his will. We pray to God according to his will. You know, we cannot twist his hand. He's not a man. See? So we are not to say, oh, this is, this is what we have given to him. Therefore, we must bend his hand to uh, bend to our will. No, our will will have to be aligned with his will. That is being led by the Spirit. Letting our will align with his will. Being led by the Spirit. You see, oh, that this is how much we have suffered. Therefore, he must be bent to do that which we have asked him of. No, but we are forgetting that we must be what? Led by his Spirit. He is the one leading. We are not the one leading him. You see, we are walking according to his spirit. It's not walking to our, according to our spirit. So whatever the spirit suggests we do, whatever the spirit says this is his will, we follow. Whatever the spirit says this is what is good for us, we we take it. So most of the times, if you look back and begin to... Um, See in your own life what you have prayed for, right? Assuming they were all answered, the result would have been chaos. You see, many of the things we ask for, some of them are either dangerous or harmful or even too small, right? Some of them are uh, small dreams, for example, small dreams, whereas God is the owner of the world, the earth is his and the things thereof and every he created the world and everything that is in it. So when we begin to ask for little stuff, so if he looks at stuff and says, Oh, this guy, oh you don't know what you are asking and he backs up, this is not what I want to give you, but I have positioned you for a greater benefit and yet you are asking for just a minute, maybe uh, 1% of what I have in stock for you. So when the prayers are not answered, then we go about crying, we go about saying, oh, maybe you, you will be praying for a particular job, right? You're praying for a particular job. This is the job I want. This is the job I want. Oh, you are looking for a job. Oh, this job I want. And the right 
back to you and say, no, we find somebody more suitable than you. So all of a sudden, we are in darkness, right? Or maybe we get fired from a, a, a position for just on, uh, unjust reasoning, and we get so darkened that we've been fired from the job. Maybe God is asking you to now be an employer of people, bringing more resources into our hands, be going to be an entrepreneur, somebody who will be in charge of businesses, in charge of positions, being able to help others as well, because you are his child, you see. You see, that person who ha- has the business where we have been fired, where we have not been called, children of God also be in position of employing others, giving resources to people, giving benefit to people, giving job to people, giving money to people, being the treasurer of the, the blessings of God, the cattles and the riches that he has. Hmm? So it's all uh, in a different way we begin to think how we we operate. Okay? So we need to understand that our way of thinking has to change. We have to think differently. And we have to be sensitive what? To the spirit. Sensitive to the spirit. Okay, being led by the Spirit, being sensitive to what He's telling us, you see. So when you look at the way we operate, you see that are we sensitive to the Spirit? Are we led by the Spirit? Are we operating by Spirit suggestion? Are we defending the Spirit? Are we are we having the defending of the spirit and an ability to be able to discern, right? To be able to be able to discern all kinds of life, all kinds of ways of life that will help us in our ability to be able to hear from him, in our ability to be able to be sensitive to him, right? Okay. You know when we when we when we we when we do a certain thing, right? When when we are doing doing what God has not sent us, right? You know, animal is better than us. That is, this is what we are doing, but God hasn't said we should do it, right? Animal is better than us, right? So when we are going where God has, going where God hasn't sent us to go, this is where we are going, right? But God has not sent us to go that direction, or God has not sent us to go there. What will happen? Who will be defeated? Many, many of our forefathers were we were defeated in in a war. We to several uh, 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 books, you will see the defeat, right? 
see the defeat, several defeats from here and there, how they were beaten by the enemy because the spirit did not follow them. The Lord, the Lord God did not follow them to the battle. And most times he will, they will consult, they, they consult him. Shall we go to war? And he will tell them, don't go. And yet, in themselves, trust in the weapons they have, trust in, in the flesh, and they get defeated. And they go back and cry to him and say, why have we been defeated? Why haven't you uh, fought for us? But he, he said, don't go. And when you, if you go, you'll be defeated. You see? So, living by the Spirit of God, we enable us to be able to defend the Spirit of God and be able to learn when He wants us to go there. We will be able to learn what He wants us to do. He will be able to tell us, now you go and pray for that person. You go and do that. You go and do this. This is very, very uh, important for us. It will help us to discover our purpose. It will help us to live as the way he wants us to live. Okay? Yeah. So that is the walking in the spirit. Okay? Now, let's talk about defending of the spirit. Okay, to defend the spirit. Okay? It's a word that means to separate thoroughly. That is, you want to separate thoroughly, you want to separate good or bad, right? You you find a, a, a something which is good from the bad, right? You 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 withdraw from or oppose or discriminate. By discriminate means you want to decide by or contend uh, or make or differ. Right or you, you in in this way you can defend or judge or doubt or be partial or stagger. See, so you begin to uh, uh, understand all kinds of ways we are able to be we we'll be able to understand we we'll are able to uh, perceive right we we'll be able to what come together. And this requires the eyes of our understanding to be open in accordance with the minds, with, the, with our minds. You see? So I'm, I'm linking the eye of our understanding with the mind, our mind. So now let's go to First Corinthians. First, first Corinthians chapter 12. Okay? Corinthians chapter 12. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter twelve. First Corinthians chapter twelve. <clears throat> Just a second. Let me uh let's finish up with the um with the prayer, then we will come back. Okay. Let's finish up with the uh, now let's go back to the um, Romans chapter eight. Okay, we, we are on uh, sixteen. So let's.
continue with that. Okay. So let's Romans chapter eight from verse sixteen. Then we will come back to um, uh, the descending. Okay. Now, yeah, we are still on the descending. I'm going to talk. I'm continuing with the prayer. So let's deal with the prayer. Then we will go back to be uh, sensitive. Uh, the um, um, we we'll talk about the mind. Okay. So right now, let's continue with our reading. Romans chapter eight from verse sixteen. Okay. We read to uh, fifteen. Okay. I'm reading. He said, and the Spirit himself joins with what? Our spirit to say we are God's children. Excuse me. Verse 17 says, if if we are God's children, we will receive blessing from God, from God together with Christ. So the Spirit himself, like in other uh, translations, testifies to what? Our spirit that we are God's children. He's saying here, the Spirit himself will join with our spirit. To say we are God's children, so will, you will know that yes, I'm God's child, right? You are God's what child? We are God's what children? Verse seventeen says, if we are God's children, we will receive what blessing from God together, because we are now God's children, because Jesus is also His child. He sent His only begotten Son. So together with him, we will what? receive blessing from God together with what? Christ. He said, because we are heads, heads of God and co-heads with Christ. You know, don't hair with Christ. You see? You see, like somebody said the other time, he said, they, Christ and him, they sign the same check. They, they could sign a check, you see. So that is so neat. So you could sign a check together with Christ. Okay? He said, but we must suffer as Christ suffer. You see? We must what? Suffer as Christ suffer. So that we will have glory as Christ has glory. You see? So we must suffer as Christ suffer. So that we will have glory as Christ has what? Glory. See? In some translations say, if indeed we suffer, if indeed we, we suffer, that is, we share in his suffering, uh, so that we will have glory as Christ has, or may share in his glory. Contrary to what we hear in many uh Places where it, it is it is kind of strange when they see Christians suffering. You see, Peter said, "Do not count it strange when we suffer, as though something strange has happened to us." No, you see, but we must suffer as Christ suffered, so that we will have glory as Christ has glory. You see, so if we all the time will be having blessing, blessing, blessing. Uh, Things are going well. Everything is fine. You have good home, good family, good wife, good, good children. Everything is good job, business, money. So everything is just going smoothly. Then how do you know you are with with God? Are so going well? You don't know. It's scary. 
Very scary. Extremely scary. You see? So you know who you are serving or who has a hand in you when you have a small shaking. So when you when that small shaking might be you lose your home. I pray you don't lose your home in Jesus Christ's name. Or maybe in other setup. Then you you see yourself, you still stand. You see? And that is standing by is is standing by you that you are still who you are. You 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 call upon him. You see? And they might have taken that house, but there will be another one, a better one than that. You see? It, it takes you to another another uh, place. You see? So that we will have glory as Christ has glory. You see? Then you, you, you know with that situation you will begin to draw near unto him. We begin to pray more, we begin to read the word of God more, we begin to call upon him. Because before it's just everything is all smooth. Most of the time you, you might not even pray. You see? But now you see that small shaking. What do you do? You want to call upon him, you run to him. Not at not away from him. You run to him and say, I don't know why this is happening, but I know you are in charge on you now. If I, I I believe if situations maybe I have done something wrong, you repent. Uh, you you we call upon him for uh, a, a touch to come in that situation, bring restoration, right? Ask God to come and fill that void. Ask God to re- replenish what the enemy has taken. Ask God to touch every setup, the life, your spirit. And the spirit man begins to grow. Yeah? Spirit man begins to be nourished, begins to grow. Right? Uh-huh. So it's, it's, it's uh, so that we will have glory as Christ has glory, although that's not what I was talking about. Okay? I hope that. Uh, so verse 18 said, The suffering we have now are nothing compared to what to the great glory that we will show, that we that will be shown to us. There is a glory awaiting everyone in the in the suffering that we have today. The suffering that you have might be different from mine. Uh for yours will be different from others, just different degrees of suffering. You see. That is why we will not be comparing ourselves with others and say, "Oh, look at that! He's so he's so rich." Is that because you don't know why he's in that situation, and you don't know what he's going through, right? We don't know. You see, but the scripture is saying here that the the sufferings we have now are nothing compared to what the great glory that will be shown to us. Verse 19 says, everything God, everything God made is waiting with excitement. Hallelujah. For God to show his children glory completely, everything God made. We don't care about what scientific communities are saying, that things came from by themselves or made by themselves or involved by themselves. But the scripture is saying here, everything God made is waiting. For what? Excitement. That is eager expectation. 
for God to show his children glory completely. That the revelation of the children of sons of God. Hallelujah. And everything God made, verse 20 says again, he said, for creation was changed to become what? Useless. Not by his own wish, but because God wanted it. And because all along there was this hope that, verse 21, that everything God made would be set free from ruin. Wow. To have the freedom and glory that belongs to God's children. So the way things are now, God made it that way. It's all, it is his own will, not by his own will, but because God wanted it. And because all along there was this hope that everything God made would be set free from ruin. Everything would be set free from ruin, from inevitable decay, the slavery of decay, to have freedom and glory the glory of freedom that belongs to God's children. You see, verse 22 says, says, we know that everything God has made is waiting until now in pain, like a woman ready to give birth, groaning with labor pains until now. Not only the world, but we also have been waiting with pain inside us. Now we have the spirit as the first part of God's promise. The spirit is the, word, the first part of God's promise. That is when we get born again, the Spirit fills us. You see, it's the first fruit, as the first crops confirm the, the future harvest. So the Spirit presence confirms believer final, uh, final uh, salvation. So when we receive Him, we become sealed with the Spirit of God, waiting for the redemption. Of our soul, of our soul, and of our body. So, so we are eagerly waiting for God to finish making us His own children. That is our adoption, which means our body will be made free. The redemption of our body. See, verse twenty-four says we are saved, and we have this hope. If we see that we are waiting for, for that is not really hope. People do not hope for something they already have. So we always hope for the things we don't have. But we are hoping, verse 25 says, but we are hoping for something we do not have yet, and we are waiting for it patiently. That is with perseverance. So now, verse 26 says, and also in the same vein, that is in the same way, the Spirit helps us with our weakness. We do not know how to pray as we should or what we ought to for us. It has it with deep feeling, groaning that words cannot explain or that are inexpressible or that are unspoken or too deep for words. God can see that is in people's heart. And the one who searches hearts knows what is in the mind of the spirit. Because the Spirit speaks to God. That is, the Spirit will intercede our peace for His people or His holy people, the same, in the way God wants, in harmony with God, according to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what we'll be saying here. So, there are times that we will not be able to pray 
Spirit will help us. He will lead us. He will pray the prayer as we ought to pray. But and the Spirit will speak to God for for us, intercede with deep feelings, groaning that words cannot explain. So there are times that you, you will just be quiet and be meditating. Just be speaking in tongues and be quiet and praying, asking God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to uh, do in this situation? Where do you want me to What is happening? You begin to what? Pray with deep feeling, with growing that was cannot explain or that are inexpressible or that are unspoken or too deep for words to to explain. You see, God can see what is in people's heart. See? The one who he is the one who searches our heart. And he is the one also who knows what is in, in in our minds of the spirit. Because the spirit speaks to God. You see, and and when he does that, he speaks to God for for us in the way God wants. You see, Hallelujah. So, so for the time left, so in verse in verse twenty eight, he said, and now we know that in everything God, in everything God works. Uh, God works everything together. Everything works together according to what? Everything works together for the good of those who who love Him. Okay. So the scripture here says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. Okay. We know that in everything God works for the good of those who love him. They are the people he called. Okay? Or we know that in everything God works or God works everything together or everything works together for the good of those who love him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now you will see here that uh, it requires us to be able to defend, require a defending spirit for us to pray, requires us a prompting of the spirit, the option of the spirit, the intimidation, the intimation of the spirit for us to pray. Hallelujah. And we need to be sensitive for us to what? Pray. Okay? And I talk about uh, talk about um, excuse me. I we talk about uh, uh, the defending of the spirit. Although I haven't read it, it said to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another defending of spirit, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. Hallelujah. So, to be able to what defend, that is defending uh, the this 
descending of spirit. Place is a very big part when we want to walk in the spirit. Playing the what a very significant part when we want to walk what in the spirit. Now, like I said before, I'm linking the eye, the eye of our understanding with the mind. So let's see how much I can do today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We just want to commit our mind into your hands, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So when we pray or go for the sick, for example, we must believe in our heart that God has sent us to go. And if God did not send us, we are wasting time. It's a very risky uh, business. It's a risky walk, you see. So we need the Spirit of God to go. We need the Spirit of God to read the Bible, you see. If we don't have the Spirit of God, we, we are reading the Bible. It's like literature. We cannot understand, right? Because the Word of God is Spirit. So we need Spirit to be able to what understand Spirit. It's not just literally uh, pieces of words spoken. God's Word is Spirit, okay? So we, can, we can't explain the Bible with logic, you see, and if it is not spirit of God we are using to be able to know the Bible, is also dangerous. So we must come out with the spirit of God to be able to understand what the Bible is saying, and we must not be using logic. The Bible is not logic, and the Bible is not common sense. The Bible is spirit. Okay, so the Spirit of God, the Word of God, hallelujah, you see, so we must have the eye of understanding to be able to understand what the Word of God is saying, and we must be able to have that spirit of understanding, have our heart open, have a new mind and a new heart for us to be able to understand. We must come to him with spirit suggestion. Come to him in, in some areas that we cannot do. There are some areas that we we, we uh, uh, the scriptures say have have pray all the prayer. Just stand. You just stand. Uh, what else can you do? You just stand and and wait on him. See, and let the spirit of God move and do what he wants to do. Maybe the Spirit of God will quicken us. This is what you want. This is what you should do. This is what you should not do. This is what you need to say. This is what you should not say. And these are things that we need to understand. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. In the name of Jesus. So we must hope for the best. And we must be obedient. Because walking... In, in the spirit requires what? To be obedient. Must be obedient to the walk. 
must be obedient to the living. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. So we are walking in the spirit. That is Galatians 5.25. So we are living in the spirit. We must also walk what? In the spirit. If we have said we are taking a conscious outlook to believe him, to obey him, to trust him, then we must live in him. We must walk in him. And walking in him means we must be obedient to what? To the prompting of the spirit. And the prompting of the spirit sometimes is not that easy. Sometimes it's not that so easy to do. You see, prompting with the spirit of God is walking as God wants us to God wants us to walk, okay? Living as children of God. Living as what? His children. Because we are his uh, what? Children. Because when we walk in the spirit, we automatically become what? The children of God. Not so much about praying, oh, Lord, um, I, I want to be your, your child and all that, come to my heart and all that, and yet, we do not walk according to the Spirit. We are not making a conscious effort to walk according to the Spirit, to be obedient to the Spirit, to live as He wants us to live. Then who are we? Who is then leading us? We are leading Him. Or then being led by what? The devil. You see? So, very important that we say this as very very important because when we obey him we are then as many as our word as his children you see for as many as as for there are so many of us who are his children but as many as you see so the moment we take a cautious effort to walk to obey to be obedient to what he says obedient to what he wants us to do, then we begin to know him and we begin to live as he wants us to live and we begin to be obedient to his will. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. Father, many times we want to live, we want to walk like you want us to walk. Sometimes there's challenges. Sometimes there is the war. The walls fell. The war, the loss of the flesh, the loss of the eye, the pride of life comes and begins to attack, begins to infiltrate into the minds and hearts of us that we are not able to do what you want us to do. We fall. And to some of us, we are so beaten that we look at a situation that is too tough, that some of them you cannot even do it, that is beyond control, beyond redemption. But we know in to everything, oh God, to us, all things are impossible, but to you, nothing is impossible. All things is impossible. All things is possible unto you, oh God. And we thank you for the possibility you have presented to us today, that when we call upon you, oh God, every new Everything we 
call it down in the name of Jesus. And every attack of the enemy, everything that plays on our mind, we are not able to change. We are not able to do the things that we want us to do. And we call it out in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for that now on the sick bed. I pray in the name of Jesus that you have a brand new life that you will have a mind of Christ in the name of Jesus, that you have a new spirit, that you continue to walk in the spirit, you will walk in the spirit, you will obey the word of God, you will live according to the word of God, you will obey him in the name of Jesus. We cancel every attack of the enemy that plays on our minds, we cancel every attack of the devil, every demonic spirit, Every spirit, every contrary spirit that is not of God, every spirit of God that is not in us, we cancel it in the name of Jesus. We renounce every spirit that is not of God. Every leading of the spirit that is not of the spirit of God, in accordance with Romans chapter 8, verse 14, we disengage you, we disconnect you, we sever your relationship with us in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the grace. We thank you for the victory we have in you because you causes us to be everywhere of our life in the name of Jesus. We bless you, O God. We thank you for the people that are homeless. We thank you that you will bring them back to where they belong. Situations sometimes brought them into that into that situation, O God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for those who are in the prison. Thank you for bringing them back to where they belong in the name of Jesus. We bless you. We worship you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor in the name of Jesus. And we commit each and every one before you, O God. Those who are in every sphere, those children, those youth, and leave them into the hands of God in the name of Jesus. Cancel shooting. In the name of Jesus, we bless you and we thank you. We'll see you next time in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Christ Jesus. Amen.